0: Welcome to Checks and Balances, I'm Michael Vincent, this is James Blair, and this week we have an extra special guest, Ilse Wolf, Director of OPS Accelerate, here to tell us about Cashflow Hacking 101.
1: Cashflow Hacking 101, otherwise known as, burr, it's (laughs) cold in here. There must be something in the atmosphere. There's I not, said, there's,
0: no, there's nothing in the atmosphere. Owie, no. owie, owie. No, just nice, like nice,
1: nice. Here we go. Ilsa, cash flow hacking or the bur <laughs> strategy? This is, do you want to do it? Like, we could do a, a duet type thing here? Or, I nope. make no, it no, yeah, yeah. no, no, like yeah, not duet. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Um, hey, the, the views are the views, Mike. People like me singing, right? This no, is you a, like you this singing. Is a no platform. one likes you singing. You like you singing. This is a platform. distinction. This is
0: not a musical. This is not the Lion thing.
1: I love a musical. Um so ilsa probably the best starting point is so last episode you talked about your journey. Mm-hmm. Um now we're going to talk about kind of what you do day in day out. So maybe a great starting point tell us a little bit about bit about Opus Accelerate and then maybe afterwards, you know, I guess what the burst strategy is all yeah. about. Cool. Yeah,
2: sure. Yeah, so um the director of Opus Accelerate. So um, I'm one of a couple of people in the wider opus group and we focus who focus on uh, existing builds. So existing build I guess according to the IRD's eyes is uh <laughs>
0: which is important
2: <laughs> <laughs> um is basically an opportunity to buy properties that were predominantly built from the 1950s up until the 70s really mm-hmm. sort of that perfect window of time uh when old how older houses were built on big old sections like the good old suburban sections whether it's in Auckland or right down to Invercargill um there's a ton of opportunity and um having had you know over a uh, sorry and having had, uh, years in renovations focused or, you know, experimenting with different value add strategies, um, I've developed the system called cashflow hacking, uh, which is six key principles that I can talk you through, um, all towards, uh, geared towards a fast and cost effective renovation. Ideally not needing to have things like consents, you know, just so that Obviously, if there is a consent required, we go about that. Yeah. Um, but really focusing on how to upspec a property, increase the number of bedrooms, toilets, or bathrooms, um, add sleep outs in ways to distort positively the rent for that property. Um, and the cash flow hacking principles are really a spin on the Borough strategy. Yeah. So the Borough strategy, which is buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat, um, is a really well known strategy where some of the principles are similar but uh, the BRRRR is focused towards raising that deposit or raising the value of the property. Um, I help investors really focus on driving through the cash flow and then the equity will come with it.
0: Yeah and it is in the market at the moment you know uh, the cash flow piece is often slept on. People really focus on the equity and you know oh, my property values come back and oh, if I do this I can raise the value by this but actually a lot of people are getting caught out with not having the cash flow to keep repeating their
1: investment strategy. Funnily enough, mm. recently they've remembered with 7% interest rates that cash flow is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Nobody was that stressed at 2%. <laughs> nope. No, yeah. no.
2: And, and that's the thing is that with the strategy, it suits every stage of the property cycle. Mm. I, I really genuinely love it for that reason. So if the market's in growth, awesome, you can renovate, spend a dollar, probably get three or four or five back. But more importantly, in a decline or or soft or flat market like we are now, um, it it creates additional equity in the property Mm. that buffers risk. So if you buy a property and you're worried about losing your initial capital that you've worked grinded years to build up, you can add value through that renovation. And if you lose a bit of value, if it comes back two or three, four percent, it's the gain that you've lost, not your capital, not your effort so it really does suit all stages
0: and also you don't actually have to go out and buy a new property to do this if you have a property portfolio you can review suitable properties in your portfolio and add value that way so Mm. you may be tapped out i don't have the ability to go get another house at the moment let's review the portfolio can Mm. we do a bit here, do a bit here. Like you said, increase mm. those rents, build a bit of equity, get them revalued, um, yeah. and that may get you into the position where actually, one, you are making more out of your portfolio, a bit of ROI, or two, mm. we can go again.
2: The great thing about existing properties is I believe that the two – Two key benefits. Mm. One is that you have a dated property. So either it's been neglected or it's just dated. It doesn't have to be like the most run down, yeah. you know, neglected property ever. It doesn't have
0: to be the block. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, <you> know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, you know, modernize the floor layout because older floor plans do not necessarily work for uh, modern day lifestyles. Mm. And also if you look at new builds, open plan living is far more on trend or the way that we want to socialize yeah. in the house rather than have these four more separate rooms. Mm. So you can optimize the layout of the house and to make it feel like a new build by cosmetically completely upgrading it, you know, LED downlights, making it look great. Yeah. But also, the second benefit that I think often gets overlooked if we're purely thinking about rental properties is the land. So, if you're buying this house um, on a seven, eight, nine hundred square meter property, the second option or benefit I believe you get is different options for exit strategy yeah. so you know if for some reason I do find it hard to hold this rental in future you know for whatever reason I can subdivide that land I can sell that land and pay down basically have two different assets or different levers mm. uh, to help as exit strategies uh, whereas with the new build strategy it's great if you want to be completely hands-off definitely benefits to it but if you need to sell the property you automatically sell the rental that income's yeah. forever gone
0: yeah yeah and it's funny I'm uh Not great at imagining. Like I walk into a house and I go, Oh yeah, this is the house. There's nothing I can do here. Like I just I I don't have that sort of imagination. But like some of the designs I've seen you guys do when you said, like oh now, what do you think we did with it? I'm like, oh, the obvious thing is to add a wall here. And you go, No, Michael, you're an idiot. You add two walls here and you get all of this. I'm like, oh my God, like look at that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say my spatial awareness is just horrendous. Oh, also your f- social awareness, God. <laughs> <laughs> I am who i am <laughs> um, but my spatial awareness when i bought my first place hands are like that's way too much couch for the living room and i'm like you don't know what too much couch is and i just <laughs> bought this like seven seater for like a two-bedroom townhouse and literally the living room was just
2: couch yeah it's yeah. yeah. uh, gonna come in the door yeah <laughs> it, it was it was
1: pretty much yeah. it was pretty much that set up yeah, yeah. Um, it was comfortable though um so <laughs> Okay, so we've spoken about the birth strategy and some ways to, to add some value and we'll go into that a little bit more in a second. What are the, some of the most common mistakes that property investors are making at the mm. moment?
2: Well, given the tax environment with the, the removal of uh, interest deductibility from existing builds, uh, I would say the biggest mistake or what is not really feasible if you were trying to build a portfolio of properties is to buy an existing build and then take it as it is. So, you know, buy it as you see it on Trade Me or wherever, rent it out. It will be substandard at best, mm. you know, it's so disadvantageous to take an asset or a building that has so much opportunity and to com- just leave all of that cash flow on the table, yeah. mostly for the reason that it will be your own handbrake. You know, mm. if you want to do yourself um, the the right thing um, to help yourself along, it would be to just look at the property, see what the opportunities are, because if you can sort of see that you've added as much value and potential to it as possible, you know that it's going to basically work alongside you to get you towards the next one yeah yeah
1: yeah it's pretty much burr or new build right Mm. yeah they're the two options yeah yeah cool okay so the mistake is just buying it just doesn't make sense to buy something can just do Mm. do do nothing to it Really yeah, work.
2: that's right. Yeah, just to do that. And, and I think, you know, someone who's astute and runs the the numbers at the beginning and can see that there's, you know, a big tax bill if it's going to be, yeah. you know, have a decent size loan against it, which is most buyers mm. I see, um, then there's going to be a real shock come end of year accounts, come see momentum accounting and yeah, the yeah, fright yeah, of your life so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and the, the other thing that doesn't really work either is is a, a fresh lick of paint anymore yeah. you know you might get ten dollars extra or twenty dollars extra a week that will not move the needle when it comes to tax payment day yeah yeah
0: some friends of mine are moving from Canada uh to New Zealand at the moment they were in New Zealand re- um, recently and they're going around looking at some of these houses and they were like Honestly, like you, they're like, you can't just paint the house and think you can charge me 50 grand more for it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, it's
2: still a terrible
0: house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So that's some of the common mistakes people made. How do you guys and how do you specifically help people work through these and try to avoid them? Mm.
2: So I think probably following on from that, the other mistake would be buying a property, going to renovate, but also not knowing what the outcome is. Either yeah. how much does that renovation cost and also what will the rent cost? increase or change to be afterwards Mm. because you know if you're just guessing and thinking hey if I renovate it'll add value it'll add to the rent um, you need to know where that lands because there's no point in renovating unless the return or the increase in that rent is going to make the overall property debt perform more efficiently otherwise you know if it's sort of a five percent yield and then you renovate and you end up a bit higher but you've got more debt you're literally no further ahead yeah Yeah. zero sum game exactly so kind of Learning how to do the numbers and run the deals, that's where most of my investors come to me to help them hone that deal. So, how much should I buy? You know, what's the type of property I can really well cash flow hack? Mm. Which locations with the best economy and strength of growth can I afford? And so, therefore, how much should I how much should I spend on the purchase? How much should I spend on the renovation? And how they can go about due diligence in a way to know what the value will be at the end and with 100% certainty what the rent will be yes. there
1: how much to spend on the renovations like how, how often do you run into people where they go well i'm going to do this renovation this part of the renovations because i would like it if i lived in the house how, oh. how often do you run into <laughs> that opposed classic. to the numbers yeah.
2: oh classic i know yeah um i think it, I think if there's an interest to renovate, by the time an investor comes to talk with me, they've got really great creative ideas and I have to sort of <laughs> take their dreams yeah. and shadow no. them. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. the Italian
0: marble, everyone loves yeah. Italian yeah. marble. Yeah. You
2: know who doesn't? Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 projecting,
2: projecting uh, what Thanks. you want. Yeah, and yeah. that's a natural. But I also like that that's the excitement because if you're into it, that's part of the enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, I just sort of crush their dreams and bring them back to numbers. Yeah. No, <laughs> not the cash
1: flow queen and the dream crusher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the
2: thing is it's sort of about adding value and it's about innovations and that's the, the visual interest but mm. ultimately it comes down to stacking a deal and that's what I'm constantly educating my clients on and even if they're not in a phase you know they work with me for 12 months but even if they're between projects I say to them the more deals you can throw in front of me with your initial analyses and the more times I can give you my response you know practice 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 the more of those you do will help you shape your, mm. un- your own understanding of what's an average deal versus yeah. what's an exceptional deal versus a really terrible deal yeah. so it's it's in the practice and and learning the numbers that will make the the BRR or the cash flow hack plan work yeah. yeah so
1: you're not just working with people who've had like an existing property for 10 years there's also people come to, coming to you who are looking to grow their portfolio and go i've found this opportunity what do you think
2: yeah actually most investors i work with are starting through me right yeah so they'll have their own home generally and really have an interest in adding value and they're typically the investors who don't want to wait you know a whole property cycle to form a deposit and move. They they want to be in charge of the pace of their portfolio growth. So most of them, uh, so most of my clients I'm helping buy right through to renovation. So that's the end to end sort of service. Um, however, now working with a lot of investors as the interest rates have increased and interest deductibility has been removed bringing their their rentals to me. So that's actually the newer part of of what we're offering, which is to help you, you know, with what you have. Um, Some of those properties may not be the ones I would help them buy, but when they already own them, we'll see what we can do with it.
1: Yeah, cool. And where are your clients like are they buying all over the country are there yeah. any particular areas they're focusing on? Yeah
2: great question so um, through our um, I guess support team and our team we have I call power teams so that's everyone on the ground who can support our investors to truly invest remotely um, so we have clients in Japan and other countries and we'll help them invest in Hamilton or Auckland, Dunedin so that could be draft person, property managers mm. planners um, and then obviously the full execution from your builders to plasterers, painters yeah. Yeah. Um, located through the country so that I think 85, 90% of my investors buy where they do not live yeah. un- unless they want to be on the paintbrush or doing demo.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's actually a really key sort of, um, I guess, uh, part of the whole um, renovation strategy is you're going to need good people if you're not doing yeah. it yourself uh, yeah. because I don't know how many times you've seen grand designs, um, but generally speaking, if you get a bad contractor, it doesn't end well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, the, yeah, the guarantees for those sort of things, if you do them yourself, overpriced over over time and divorced Divorced. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um okay that's that's cool what about um and i've just put you on the spot here is there any kind of good client stories that because people love hearing stories of kind of when it's uh, worked out really well over a period of time, and kind of keep it as high level and generic as you like. Mm. Any really good stories of somebody who's come to you and kind of where they, they are now?
2: Yeah, I have two actually. Uh, two very different sort of um, examples. But the first one is um, they're joining us for a webinar last, uh, next week actually. But oh, cool. yeah, so a fifty year fifty year old couple who um, South African and moved here. One thing I learned through working with them in the beginning is that when you when you exit South Africa, you lose all of your wealth. There's no transfer yep. of of mm-hmm. your super. Or we were anything. talking about
1: this this morning, James. Oh, very it sucks. Hard oh, it's and then, so on, yeah. and then you sa- whatever you do have, the exchange rate is just punishing, oh. and no one round. Yeah, literally,
0: like you can go to uh, money exchange place with a ton of rand, and they're like, "I don't want this." Yeah. Oh yeah. my
2: goodness, yeah. So that was news to me, and uh, just the amount of sacrifice to shift country and start again mm. here was, is so commendable. But they came to me and said, "Look, we we they're extremely motivated. The husband's an, an engineer, but uh, was a." was being phased out of a, um, a company that was being closed down. Yep. And um, the female, the woman, uh, she was in the property industry. And <laughs> in fact, she was, in all honesty, she was one of my property managers. And when I first started investing in Ray, I kind of inquired with her, pulled her into a couple of renos I was doing. And she was a bit blindsided. She's like, what, <laughs> what are, you are you doing? doing yeah. 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 I'm like, she's like, oh, so this is a three-bedroom house. I said, no, but it's going to be a five in like yeah. four weeks. And she's like, what, what? And she, <laughs> she kept kind of like turning up going, just... Tr- there's more than one going Tried to see what was going <laughs> Open on. <the> closet. Yeah. <laughs> so she said to her husband, like, we have, she literally said to me, we have to get on this bus. We've mm. got 15 years to sort our retirement. Yep. Um, I have a property management business and we are nowhere near the 150K passive income we yep. want to retire on. So Sort of mapped out what we could do through our strategy, and um, her goal or their goal was to buy and cash flow hack two properties um, in Whangarei where they lived, and within twelve months they bought and renovated three. But the third one she turned into three incomes. No, sorry, one, yeah, two three incomes. So there was a two story house, then there was. It was actually a three-story behemoth of a building. Two two top stories became one six-bedroom rental. Mm. um, And then downstairs was a second rental. But then she took it to the next level. And with this extra storage, concrete kind of garage area, um, she then thought through her local contacts, I'll have a company lease this out for storage. Mm. So she got three incomes. So basically in 12 months, she got five incomes, Immediately giving her, um, at these interest rates about 58,000 passive after tax. But the coolest thing is that with their plans between now and in when they turn 65 and 15 years, those three assets alone will be providing post tax income of 150.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely yeah. crazy. So like yeah. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, tell you what though, they had to be super hands-on, yeah. they leveraged his skills and they're so determined. And, you know, if you are that sort of person, you can get that kind of success in a fairly truncated mm-hmm. period of time. Um Really sec- good second example, if you want to hear that one. Mm, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. So um, so AJ from here referred um, some clients of yours, and um, they have a, pro- a property portfolio. So this is kind of different. The first example, they didn't have any rentals. Mm, yep. um, in this case... Um, the your clients had five or six properties, all can like fantastic properties, great capital growth and lots of usable equity that they could leverage on. Um, so I said to AJ, look, I'll just run a, an assessment of their properties. Happy to do that purely from looking at, you know, the number of bedrooms, the size of the houses, um, a few. Market checks on data, that sort of thing, across those five properties, there was an immediate increase. Just you know, just happy to give them the tip. There was about fourteen thousand dollars of additional rent on the table that they just weren't grabbing. Yeah. So mm. I said, first of all, go do this, this, and this. Yeah. Talk to your managers and just go get fourteen thousand. Yeah, Thank <laughs> that you. should cover a bit of that tax yeah. uh, tax bill. Um, and then there's already a, yeah a whole other uh, there's a, a, another opportunity through cash flow hacking to improve their rent even further. Yeah. So sometimes it just takes. You know, an hour if you have a few properties to sit down and actually critically challenge how they're performing. And um, one thing that I do like to challenge my investors with is, hey, look, if you've got a million dollar asset giving you seven hundred a week in rent, how else could you take that million dollar asset if you translated that into two properties or tried something different? Would they perform the same, worse, or better? And that's just one way to kind of keep yourself on your toes.
0: Yeah, and it is like. It is crazy how you, even though it is such a large amount of capital and it's a really massive part of people's financial life, the the rental increase are just slept on. Mm. Like, honestly, like, and I, I know everyone has a differing opinion on uh, what rents should be and access mm. to housing, but historically uh, Kiwi landlords just undercharge, uh, you yeah. know uh, by a large amount you
2: hear yeah. that quite often you know I've had these tenants there for five yeah. years or six years or it's my yeah. my cousin who's renting here and mm. I know it's fifty dollars below market but you know they look after the place and I said well you're doing them a favor mm. that's fine and I understand that relationship but if you have a dream and you have a goal and property is the vehicle you're actually doing yourself that disservice yeah. by not letting yourself get to uh, achieve those goals as soon as you want to. Yeah. Ruthless. My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my
0: favorite thing to say when I because I hear that quite a bit as well mm. is like you've done them the favor. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you've given them like an absolute favor. Now's the time <laughs> to just correct it. Yeah. 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 I'm just
1: imagining also talking to a client, and be like, "Yeah, my son's in between jobs and has recently got divorced," and else is like, "Kick him out."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I personally come a yeah. bit of a believer. If you will, yeah. I mean, we can, we can trademark <laughs> that. Um, Ravi, write that down uh, because essentially, we had a client who received a um, inheritance, mm. but they were spending all of their all of their money. They had no spare cash flow to throw in anything. We know if you buy a new build at the moment, even interest only, you're probably yeah. topping it up fifteen to twenty grand a year. Easy. Ooh, um, yeah. and mm. they uh, worked with a property coach, found some properties in Gisborne, put some cabins on the back, rented out to social housing, and. You know the mortgage it's principal and interest. The mortgage is clearing itself off, and mm-hmm. even without any capital gain, they're doing something right. Yeah. yeah, and it just it just shows that one size doesn't fit all, and you've got to do whatever's the right yeah. thing for your situation.
2: Yeah, totally. And you know, I think we often talk about the burr strategy or cash flow hacking as being quite active, mm. um, but the truth is that you know, for a bit of extra effort upfront, which is to get a really great deal, find a great property you can add value to, even delegate the Reno. No one has to be involved. You don't mm. have to be involved. Mm. Two three months of extra effort that you still sit and forget pass that to the property manager you you don't have to touch that again you know a bit of extra effort up front will probably roughly double that return um you know so you know even at 6.5 6.7% interest rate right now cash flow hacking investors are, are almost neutral yeah. and the thing is we can't control the interest rates right but if we control the performance of the asset and we go for the strongest return as possible on that purchase Uh, If it's an 8% gross yield or 9% gross yield, those are the properties that will come into the positive cash flow territory first, right? So that's that's what I get my guys to focus on.
0: And it is the market, right? Like we cannot control the market. But we know on average how the market performs over the long term and it will come back and there will be situations Mm. where actually you are now positive and you are going to be a lot Mm. more positive than you think. It's funny. This is like a game of snakes and ladders and this is a ladder. Like there it is. like literally Michael
1: Vincent. That's a top three reference from you right there. <laughs> I love that.
2: That's so good.
1: Is yeah. that from a podcast you've recently it's listened to? Not. Uh, it's like, yeah. Most of Michael's one line has come from podcasts he's recently listened to. Um, that's that's very good. I I do enjoy it that. It's just a shortcut. Yeah. 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 So really so if we're being balanced with the conversation, and you know you're the cash flow queen, so mm. so I get why you're very pro it. But essentially, it makes it sound like people who want to be hands on, it's a good strategy. And then there's also ways to make it um, hands-off and more passive for people Mm. where you bring in the experts. Who is this kind of strategy not right for?
2: People who don't. Like cash flow,
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't like money. So no one ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, someone who wants to be truly hands off, uh, you know. I mean, existing builds for sure have maintenance, right? Yeah. So through the cash flow hack or through the renovation, we want to address all of the above, as well as the the upspecking and the desired renovation. So for the most part, it gets addressed. But mm. you know, if you go, if you buy a new build you know, warranties, master build guarantees, you've got yeah. all that good stuff as well. So, you know, potentially in the later stages of your property investment journey might be better suited to going, hey, look, you know what? I can't deal with the admin. I don't yeah. want the hassle. I'm going purely new build, you know, turnkey from the get-go. Mm. Um, that would suit someone who wants to be, you know, not at all involved in the detail mm. um, and probably in a stronger cash flow position possibly. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry.
1: Cool. All right. Balances we're gonna get. Yeah. Um, uh, What? And then so for those who are struggling with cash flow right now, um, who maybe didn't listen to the last twenty minutes, what would be like? What would be your biggest piece of advice and biggest tip to leave them with?
2: If they're struggling with cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. I would say take the time to sit down and review your property or properties and put a truly critical eye over them, Uh, talk to the professionals in your corner, so whether that's your property manager, uh, a valuer anyone that you know who's an expert in the field and get Mm. some third party opinions because often through those conversations leads to opportunity or new ideas without conversations those opportunities can't come through and um, I think investors probably by nature tend to try and control and and take care of it all but honestly the best ideas I've had have come as nuggets or thoughts coming from other conversations Um, there's so much information online whether it's homes.co.nz one roof have a look at the data you know either uh, you might find that there's some usable equity you can put to good use if you spot an opportunity uh, or maybe you need a bit of a rent adjustment or some kind of expense correction go and negotiate the expenses to try and reduce them for sure um, as I mentioned before and if there's any tweak to income that you can you know in your personal income or through rent can help your situation a bit with then check it out you know just sit down and focus on it because it is a priority
0: yeah and I think Again, uh, just to reiterate one of the key messages there, speak to the
1: experts. Mm. Just
0: have a chat. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's a there's a cost to your services, right? So AuPairs o- Accelerate, if this is something that you're interested in, definitely reach out. This mm. is not sponsored or anything like that. We've just seen what Ilsa can do, and um, that's the purpose of promoting these kind of strategies. But if um, you look at the cost for the services and go um, – Oh, I'm not sure if I'll get a return my investment. And you can probably talk about well this. Trust me. Like in terms <laughs> yeah, of <no. laughs> taking action, making mistakes, mm. not fully identifying the opportunity, like mm. the ROI on your fees must just be <laughs> like sound yeah. like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so do you want me to break it down? Yeah.
1: Well, well, just see if, just if, if there's enough. anything yeah. else to add, add, add on top of that.
2: Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, whether you're looking at it from a wealth creation mindset, which is kind of where I started, Mm. and then now having gone strongly down the cash flow route, ultimately it's about balance. But whether you're thinking, hey, I've got a, a return on investment mindset of I need X amount of value growth because I really want that next deposit because there's so many great deals out there right mm. now, or if you're thinking cash flow, um, you know, I mean the types of properties that our investors will create, well, I, I say to them it's minimum eight percent gross yield. That's a you know the full purchase price and the renovation like total debt, it's got to be eight plus. Plus I'm half Chinese, so eight percent is a really important number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to lie,
1: eight <laughs> number, eight or, eight or eighteen as we're going.
2: But there's, there's science to it too. So, um, you know, so that's what I expect all of my investors help coach them on that sort of number for the deals. If it's a multi-income deal, because to be honest, my, my heart and personal passion is in like commercial conversions Mm. or motor conversions. Mm. Um, you know, the, the return should be even higher. Um, so, you know, those properties are going to perform about twice as good or almost twice as well as, um, you know, something you can find on TradeMe without adding value to or something that's more like a new build turnkey solution. Um, but then if you're looking at, you know, adding value, um, really it's about investing in yourself to get that education, you know, 12 months with me is ideally I work myself out of that job, right? Yeah. At 12 months time, you you know it all and mm-hmm. you can improve. What I find really good is that once investors finish working on one project, the next one gets better and better. Cause you know, you, yeah. you it's almost like a PB. Mm, yeah. You know, you do one deal. Okay. The next one has to be better and better. Yeah. So, you know, I love that. However yeah. you see it, you know, work on your own PB really. Yeah.
1: You hit a PB on the, the chest <laughs> press the other day, didn't you? Thanks, James. Yeah. <laughs> proud <of you>. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, also, this has been a pleasure. Yeah.
0: Um, thank you. So,
1: so make sure if this is interesting to you, check out OPEZ Accelerate. And then if, you know, this is just a strategy that you're interested in kind of taking next steps on. Just think about what are the actions that you can take? What are the steps that you can use to, to move forward with your own personal situation? It's just small, consistent steps over time creates wealth. Uh, please subscribe, give us a review, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers.
2: Thanks.